0: Hey Payne County, Oklahoma. Happy Lent.
1: It is Lent. Still, Ugh. don't forget Love about life. it. Love life. The Lord is working conversion in my heart. Really? Uh, I'm Father Brian O'Brien, sure. pastor of Safe. Show you.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to see. Come on. I don't know. Tear that heart out. Lay it right I'm here on the table for us. More, Let's see to be it. be
1: more loving to people I don't like. Whoa. whoa. I'm just kidding. I like everybody except <laughs> half the people in this room. There's. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we welcome you to another uh, episode of uh, Pastors of Pain. We're a weekly radio show and podcast uh, here in Payne County, Oklahoma. Still water! And uh, life is good. Lent, uh, you know, people people get sometimes get down on Lent. And this is that time. We're like midway through. Yes. Uh, the great season uh, of Lent. People, uh, I had a moment, this was, oh, a couple weeks ago. Where uh-huh. in what i what oh, i was oh. what I was giving up for lent uh <laughs> you know is <as> a regular <laughs> part of my day, uh-huh. and uh I kind of came to a part of the day where I thought this would normally be the time when i would when I would drink that, oh whoa 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 get, let me guess let, then, let me guess no, no don't guess I'm not interested in tell, telling people oh. about it, but it was like b- basically it was like this moment where I said. I'm either going to drink it and then just and then like my Lent will be over, Ooh. or I'm not. Duh. And I'm going to stay the course. And in Lent's past, I okay. have given in, or uh, you know, uh, uh-huh. or, and 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 so you know, it, it sort of throws the whole thing off. Anyway, so is this, just,
0: is, is these are these mean green smoothies that you drink all the time. No, <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Well, okay. Well, that, so that's no. not it. Let me guess. Anyway, let me guess. <laughs> it's,
1: we're, at, we're at this halfway point where I think for uh-huh. a lot of people, there's like this, okay, it's Ash Wednesday. It's the first week of Lent. I'm, wow. I'm so, look at me. I'm, I'm charitable to everyone around me and I've given up alcohol or I've given up whatever. And, and then like a week passes and you're like, all right, this, this makes, is this all over. How long is this Lent thing? Right. If it were a week, everybody would love it. But the, uh, it's the, six weeks. Sorry, and folks. it's beautiful.
0: It's a great season. But it's conversion,
1: conversion, conversion. Repent. That's what the Lord is trying to bring about in us. I mean, in the, the readings. Oh my gosh! I, I, if I you really, engage with the readings, the reading from Jonah a
0: couple weeks brutal. ago about Jonah going through Nineveh. Yeah. It it was on Wednesday, and it kind of just walloped
1: me. I was preaching repentance. Well,
0: so I was down in Dallas, Fort Worth, visiting the Catholic high schools. And then I had mass that night with the students. And as I was driving down to Dallas, Fort Worth to visit uh, Lynch, John Paul II, and uh, Bishop Dunn, no, Nolan, Nolan Catholic.
1: Nolan in Fort Worth, yeah. And I'd just
0: been thinking about that reading from Jonah, like Jonah's going to the town of Nineveh. And I could imagine Jonah going through the first, you know, the first time I read it, I was like, yeah, Jonah's like, repent, everybody repent. But that's not how Jonah was doing that. Jonah went through the town of Nineveh and was, like, angry. It was like, I don't want these people to repent, but I'll do this anyway. I'll just tell them. And then, like, his his faith had grown so cold that he wasn't eager to see the conversion of the ninevites and then the ninevites are like yes let's do this and Jonah's like what i hate you all even more that you're converting wow and so it was just like yeah i was listening to the book um the day is now far spent cardinal sarah cardinal sarah and he said he had this line and it just kind of like was like that on audio I, i have that on audio cds uh no i have a digital oh come on uh, sorry, sorry. Oh, get with the times. It was like it was like Tyson Fury punching me right <laughs> in the torso. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. How, when was the last time you knew the heavyweight champ of the world? And he said, uh, so Tyson Fury, uh, not Tyson Fury said this. Uh, Cardinal Seurat said this, and I quote, are we letting darkness cohabitate with us? Oh. And I was like, wait a second. Are we Co- sharing? Are we sharing the sharing bedroom? The bed. Yeah. Yeah. Are we allowing darkness to Habitate with us And what happens when darkness Habitates with us That there's no sun And then everything goes cold So Jonah's heart had gone cold Because he had cohabitated with darkness His Mm. one companion is darkness As the psalm says So it's been
1: Yeah At the ruling So I think our our urging uh, To uh, all of our uh, faithful listeners uh, Today uh, Is to keep You know Keep it going. Keep, Keep it Lent going. in Lent. Yeah. Make Lent great again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So this is that time when you can kind of start to give up. You know, you're kind of you're halfway through the marathon, and you think I'll never make it. I'll, you know, but but to <laughs> yeah. but to persevere, persevere. Um, Father Kerry, I wanted to, uh, I thought I thought we might talk about today uh, a particular Catholic devotion. So, Ooh, what okay. if, if somebody like what what are what are devotions? So we have like the mass is the mass a devotion? Eh,
0: uh, no, 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 no. No. like the rosary. The rosary is a devotion. Yeah. The chaplet of divine mercy. Uh uh washing Father O'Brien's shoes every morning. Wait, sorry. That's penance for living in the house with him. Uh, that's not a devotion. We have the devotion of like uh the to
1: certain saints. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of these things spiritual that are spiritual exercises that are that are not like I guess we would say sort of essential to the faith but help people in their expression of the faith. And so devotions yeah. like vary. Like sacraments and sacramentals. Yeah, they vary by by country. You know, there are certain devotions in in, right. in certain countries. We, we did an episode back in December, like on Our Lady of Guadalupe, right? That's a devotion particularly for the people of Mexico, but increasingly for the people of, of, of you know, especially of North America. Uh, but if you go to Japan, right, they're like, who's Our Lady of Guadalupe? I don't know who that is. Like, yeah. So it's particular to countries, but also particular to even certain dioceses have their own devotions. Uh, right, so here Chris, in here uh, in yes. Oklahoma for example, I think there's particular devotion to a, to Blessed Stanley Rother. Yes. The Oklahoma priest and martyr. Where is he? You, Holy go, family, to, family, yeah. you go to Michigan or Oregon, yes. ah, Stanley Rother who I don't know who that is. Uh
0: like uh, like around Chicago there's the shrine of our Lady of Chesterhova.
1: Right. Uh, because in Oklahoma, of a huge Polish population. not real not real big. So there's a particular devotion that, that does have a universal appeal, but it just looks different in every place. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, what? And it's called the Stations of the Cross. Oh, so Stations think of the you, Cross. I didn't think you were going that direction. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so Stations of the Cross. This is just is inter- an interesting God. story. When I was moving here, so I, it was announced I was moving here in like September to where Stillwater to Stillwater. Okay, got but it. But I didn't move until January. So there was, I was still finishing my job all as president right. of Bishop Kelly High School. So there was still, like, you know, the day-to-day stuff uh-huh. of running a high school and, like, trying to transition, you know, getting sort of knowledge of, of all things Make still Make the water. move. So I remember I was having a conversation with um, one of our deacons, Deacon Paul Govek. and uh, we were, I, was, I, was, I was, like, telling everyone, like, send me dates. I want to, like, schedule as much as humanly possible. So he starts sending me some of the Lenten dates you know obviously here's holy thursday here's ash wednesday all that stuff so he sends me the stations of the cross schedule and they were they, they were we were offering stations of the cross three times every friday uh, and sorry, i first uh, saw that and i was like what the heck like what the, who three are these times people? like i'd never seen a parish that offered it Three times, so I like shot back to to good old Deacon Paul, Ch-ch-ch- and I was Bang! like, you know, hey, I don't I don't know what the deal is here. Why are we doing this three times? Can we not just offer it once? You know, and, and he shot back in, in a in his wonderful and kind and charitable way, like just wait, like leave it as is. The, the Stations of the Cross is a big devotion. For the people of Payne County, don't mess with it. Yeah. And so okay. that was, I'm glad he pushed back. I'm glad I took that advice and I thought, all right, I'll, I'll wait and see. And then once I get there and I'll, you know, then we'll, you know,
0: put it <laughs> down to one. And,
1: and sure enough, when I got here and we started Lent, uh, sure enough, the people come out. For the Stations of the Cross devotion. So let's talk about what that is. Wait, what time are your Stations of the Cross? Oh, so we do Stations of the Cross every Friday during Lent. We do it at 11.30 a.m. Okay. And then we have a midday Mass right after. 6 p.m., which is the biggest one. Okay. Uh, A couple weeks ago, there were... There's probably 200 people. 200 people at 6. Probably 75 at 11.30. Whoa. And then we do 7.30 in Spanish. And this time there was you know there's probably 25 30 people okay yeah, ours is a Friday at
0: five and you
1: get a good crowd. yeah we are yeah. probably 25 it's mostly students yeah somewhere between 25 and 50 depending yeah. on the weekend that's awesome because in some parishes it's not that big of a deal they I'm, do it I think every I think I don't know every American parish I know like does it but it's not necessarily a big part of People's Lenten. Okay, so okay, tell, okay, what I, is well, the Stations of the Cross? I was going
0: to ask you that. Oh, you can ask me. I, I want to. I want because both of us have been the Holy Land. Uh-huh, I've been to the and Holy Land. Both of us have had an experience and love the Stations of the Cross. Yeah,
1: like tell me their origin. You're so uh, so in Jesus's uh, last hours before his death, Friday. Um, so he was sentenced by Pontius Pilate, suffered, uh, sentenced to death. And then he begins. Jesus begins this this walk, the Via Dolorosa, the Via Dolorosa, the, the way of pain, dolor, uh-huh. right, uh, of sorrow. So, all along the way, like certain things happen to him, from being sentenced by Pontius Pilate to to his death on the cross and being taken down from the cross and put in the tomb. Okay, there are these events. He. He takes. He he begins to carry his cross. He falls down. Uh, he meets uh, the, the Veronica who wipes his face along the way. Okay. Uh, Simon uh, Simon of Cyrene helps him to carry his cross. Meets his mother and the he meets women. his mother and the other women of Jerusalem. He falls again. Uh, he falls again. Stripped naked. Uh, he's stripped down. Uh, he's put up. Put on the cross. He dies. And then it's taken down from the cross. So, so in the stations of the cross, traditionally, there are fourteen stations. In the lame, fifteenth one that showed up. Sometime. Yeah, whatever. Don't worry, well, no. I don't even know what that is. We means. don't have that. You don't. You don't have that. Do you no. Okay, good. We don't either. <laughs> no, There's fourteen no, no. from being sentenced 15. by Pontius Pilate to his death, and being taken off the cross. Um, and so in the in the early days of the church, when the church wasn't hadn't spread out that far. If you lived in Jerusalem, and it were and it was like Good Friday, or you wanted to sort of walk the way of the Lord, you would literally go to those places. And if you've yeah. been to the Holy Land, we, you and I both have, thanks be to God, um, you can actually go to Jerusalem and you can walk. Walk those. This is where this happened, and then this, and then this. But then, as the church spread, it became not possible for people Correct. to. Um, for everybody to go to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And so over time, these devotions started up um, where, okay, we can't go to Jerusalem, but can we, in a sense, kind of bring Jerusalem to us? Right on. So when we celebrate the Mass, for example, we don't always have to go to where the Last Supper was, right? You can go to the room where the Last Supper was, but not everybody can get there every day. So the Mass comes to us. So in this way, this is that's what a devotion is. Um, it's it's this moment in time coming to us right here in Payne County. So we have these images, um, and in some churches they're more they're bigger than others, they're or more ornate than others. Yeah. Um, that we're able to then walk these final moments in the life of Jesus right in our own church. Very interestingly, the other thing that happens is you don't even have to be at church necessarily. Um, people, can, you can do the Stations of the Cross really wherever you are. Um, I lay in you, bed and do them. If yeah, you, I mean, if you're incapacitated, if, right, yeah, or if, if you you can't, you're ill, if you, can't you can get just here. right. It's a devotion right. that you can bring anywhere with you. You could do it on an airplane, right? You know, if you have the, the you have the image in front of you, and you're meditating upon this image of Jesus uh-huh. dying on the cross, you're doing the stations. Uh, Correct. Of the you cross. can walk you can walk them it's just beautiful and so in our in our church in our new church um we we've had we've been there two years now um it was built in such a way that you can actually physically walk <clears throat> the walk station it so what we do is uh w- when people come we tell them either you can stay where you are and just pray it out of the book that we have oh really or literally or like hey come and follow and so the priest or the deacon who's leading it Literally walk. So we're standing in front of the first station, and then we physically move. And then we physically... So in our church, what's actually really cool is it's a lot of kids. Um, The kids kind of gather around, around. and so walk a, the yeah, station. there's a picture where Father Robert Duck was leading the first... It was that first Friday of Lent. Uh-huh. Um, and he was leading it, and I went up and, like, took this picture from the... Uh, it's the like firewalk. Jesus with a sea of kids. And it was awesome i mean just all these little servers you know but then like also just all these kids and people walking that the way of the cross with beautiful Jesus. i just love it i just love it now your church i mean how, how do you do you all walk it we can't walk it because yeah, you can
0: space the the distance between the pew and the wall is my shoulder width
1: yeah i don't like, like that's going, how i don't like going down your side aisle
0: yeah if you go down the I back if it. you get on the center aisle you can like you can walk two people wide but we, I, uh, I just walk them myself uh, with a server and a candle around to each station as we pray them. But ours are beautiful. They came from the uh, convent, uh, the old uh, uh, convent in Tulsa. That was out there in Broken Arrow. Yeah. Those big hunk of stone slabs. Yeah, so your station. I like your. Stations. They're beautiful. They're solid, thick marble. They're like two inch, maybe three inch thick marble, and they got you know glass, gold mosaics around there. And then the pieces are carved out, but they're nothing in comparison with yours. Yours are incredible. Like I, did I tell you that time I was out in South Carolina? There's this church somewhere that was just built, and it's built to look like uh, a Roman church. Yep. And I walked into it. And I'd heard about y'all's stations of the cross being made. And someone sent me a picture of them and this church in South Carolina has them. And I spent an hour walking them and praying with them because they were just, I mean, they're just beautiful and vivid and rich. And this is what I love about art and the stations of the cross because like Pope Benedict has written some and Pope John Paul II and Pope Pope Francis, Francis. lots of saints, lots of saints have written stations of the cross and it's, Someone sits with the, uh, either the art or the scripture, and spends a considerable time in deep prayer and meditation, and then from that, pens some writing of the Stations of the Cross, their meditation, their encounter with Jesus along the way, and, and so what I love about the like art of the Stations of the Cross. Is that you can spend time with them, looking at them, and literally taking that event and putting it in your mind, or put your putting yourself, yeah, in it. It's putting yourself in it. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. there was this uh, one great image of the Stations of the Cross I saw, and it was Jesus walking, carrying the cross, and there was also with him all of this crowds of other people, and even this little boy. Carrying a bucket, a wooden pail, with a hammer, with the nails and the plaque in it. Oh, and he's walking along with them. Wow! And I just sat there and I just stared at that like little kid. And I was like, you know, like, he's involved in this too. Yeah, it's not just like adults. It's not just the Romans. It's not just all these other people. It's this this young this young man who's probably you know is fourteen years old. Walking with the instruments of torture and crucifixion, and that's yeah, stuck so it's with kind me of for open, years.
1: You know, in many ways, it's it's open to the artist' interpretation. Um, so, in our art, our, our church uh, at Saint Francis Xavier, the artist, his name is Leonard Porter. He's from New York, and he the the stations that he made um, are very very much meant to invite the person praying it kind of into it. Ah, uh, yeah. And so, in e- e- wait, who made them? Uh, His name is Leonard Porter. Okay. just an an artist um, doing very, but very biblical. It's very biblical. They're rich. So even to the point, so in our church, if you're station one is kind of in the. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Oh, it's over by Our Lady of Guadalupe statue? uh Okay. So there's one, there's two. But then as you're, like, just as an example, as you're going along, so the seventh station is on the back wall uh, Back by, wall by, by the confessional. Okay, and then you—you you literally you turn. You're gonna when you go from seven to eight, you're literally crossing the church.
0: You go past the baptismal font.
1: But on on station seven, uh, the way Leonard Porter has done it is th- there's a road, and okay. the road actually turns.
0: No way, really? You ever seen it? Uh-uh. yeah. It it turns. Allow me to show you. No way! You got a little book over there and everything. So look at the seven dude, stations. Dude, that is
1: awesome. So we made— we Oh, just finished, seriously. So look at the bottom, the bottom yeah. left. It like turns. So we made, we've made this little book um, based on the art of Leonard Porter and then the commentary of a guy named Dennis McNamara from the Liturgical Institute at Mundelein Seminary. Um, and this book, just for our own use, is not for sale, and it's not—don't be taking them home. Did Dennis McNamara do these things? He wrote them. For you? He wrote them. Well, uh, he for, wrote them for the artist for for any any church that uses the Leonard Porter stations, and we just put them in a book for our own use. This is I've never seen it this up close because they're yeah. like they're like
0: three feet tall and two feet wide. They're <laughs> so big.
1: We made the book both for for people to be able to look at any of the any of the fourteen stations, and it like walks you through it of what what are we looking at here? Who are the who are these characters? And then you flip the book over. And it's got the devotion of the stations that we then do when there's you know then when there's. (laughs)
0: Jeez, this is awesome, dude. It's very cool. It's very cool. There's all sorts of people. I've never seen it this close. It is incredible.
1: Yeah. So I try to teach every Lent. Try to teach a little class on that. Who's the Um, Who's the
0: Who's the guy trying to climb up the wall
1: who looks like Schmeagel in the 7th yeah, station? Yeah, so that's all in there. It, I mean, there's there's all these little— uh, Yeah, the guy looks like yeah, Schmeagel. So like, la- this is Station 7, an elderly man representing the old system of belief— Reaches up to remove the laurel wreath from a Roman statue, indicating that there is no victory in the pagan religions. Whoa. Rather, the true victory over sin and death is the crown of thorns worn by Christ. Okay, who's
0: the guy with the white and the red sash going across his chest? I don't want to spend Uh, the whole podcast asking you about sin. but I'm uh, literally—I can read this. Where is he? Uh,
1: Many figures occupy uh, a henchman. A Middle Eastern man and an African are shown as well, indicating that all sinners— Oh, no, that guy is like— just he's like there like indicating the kind of the pain that Jesus yeah he's got his
0: him. hand over his mouth like, and he looks like like, oh, like, he, like his eyes it. are huge yeah. w- what I love about those stations is the roman centurions
1: yeah so if you come come to saint francis xavier no come to saint john no go to, to saint, saint francis
0: john. xavier if you're a townier from there yeah. come to saint john yeah. if you're a college student or
1: just come yeah anybody passing through town and what at the very beginning of the stations At the very first station, Jesus is condemned to death by Pilate, and there are these two soldiers. And those soldiers start appearing then all throughout um, as you move through the 14 stations. One of the soldiers gets angrier and angrier. Whoa. One of the soldiers becomes more compassionate, becomes more of a follower of Christ. Both soldiers... But two very different reactions to the person of Jesus Christ. Leonard Porter, the artist meant these to be that's us. right? Jesus Christ does not change. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. uh-huh. Um, but what is our reaction? We have you and I have the free will to respond to him and become a saint okay or to not respond to him and choose death. choose hell. Uh, these, these soldiers represent that. Yes. Um, the saint, the, the soldier in in kind of the gold that you see sort of all throughout, eventually at the crucifixion, you see him standing there. And that's when he says, you know, truly, truly this man was the son of God. And that is St. Longinus, a saint in our church. And the other soldier, we don't know his name, but he never, he never chose Christ. So we put ourselves, that's the beauty of the stations of the Cross. We put ourselves like in in these um in these paintings, in these depictions, right And we walk with the Lord in those final hours. The, oh, so it's a wonderful yes. it's a wonderful devotion, especially during the season of Lent, but also any Friday, any Friday. So Good Friday is when Friday is the when is when Jesus went to his death. Um, we would say three. We call it three o'clock any day at three o'clock. We call it the hour of mercy. Right. Okay. When we stop and we and we pray, uh, we we unite ourselves to the suffering and death of Jesus. All any Friday is meant to be a day of um, fasting, of fasting, penance. penance. Um, but especially during the season of Lent, we you know we give up meat, um, and we and we come to these to the Stations of the Cross devotion. Okay, I love Pretty this amazing. is this is what I
0: love about being Catholic is that we have all this—we have these historical events of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, his passion, all of those things are still, in a way, lived out here— and we take them through a season to remember them, to to force ourselves to remember them, because we're so self-referential or so mirror-referential that we just look at the mirror and say, "Golly, I am such a good human being. I do everything right. I'm very kind to strangers. I I haven't like, killed anyone. I like chastity reigns in my heart. I don't get upset with people. You know, I don't judge my neighbor. Oh my gosh, look at me. I'm the best thing since salvation." Ooh. And then you go to the Stations of the Cross, and, you're and
1: you, like, I am a miserable. I am sinner. a worm
0: and no man, yeah, <laughs> as the Psalmist says. Yeah. And we, you walk these beautiful Stations of the Cross, and I, I, I love that about the soldiers because you can see that conversion is possible. Like even in your own self, yeah. You as you go through your journey of life, your pilgrimage through life, you can say, okay, how am I? relating to jesus in my neighbor the holy eucharist and my faith how am i am i becoming more compassionate mm-hmm. compassion
1: with you know with the with this passion with that was the my dull. ash wednesday homily was you know you're to, it's not that you don't you don't lack patience with another person you what you really lack is compassion yeah yeah. when we when we hate someone else when we are impatient even our own spouse or kids or or people that live in our same we, rectory people we live with oh, or, d- oh, or do a I'm podcast sorry. with who <laughs> shall remain nameless <laughs> we it's 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 it, even those little annoyances and i know i get annoyed with you and you get annoyed with me right okay but in those moments typically it's not that i'm not i i'm lacking compassion for yeah, that's for a- you my brother oh uh and, and that's that's usually that's not that's not your issue. It's my issue. yeah that we we, we fail to so su- kind of compassion to suffer with. Uh, ooh. And so when we walk the stations, we we are drawn into the suffering of Jesus. We unite our sufferings, our impatience, our lack of compassion. And we see ourselves in these in these people. Um, I love it, you know, so so here here are these two Roman soldiers, right? They participated. In the death of Jesus. They they killed him. Yes. And yet one of them found salvation because he he came to know who Christ is. And so if if salvation is possible for a Roman centurion who participated in the death of Jesus
0: and many killings prior to And that. probably yes, yes. Many executions Is not then
1: salvation possible for us? It's why we love Saint Paul so much, right? A murderer found salvation in Jesus Christ, and so it's possible the victory has been won. We just for, have to accept it. For all it. you suckers out there, you know, listening to this, who might think I'm beyond, I've never been to church, I'm beyond God's help. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. Uh. Come, come to the Lord, and and this is a it's a wonderful entry point, I think. So those of you maybe listening who who are who are not church going. Who have never, um, never done the Stations of the Cross? It's very inviting. Just, just show up. Just show up. Walk in the front door, and it can, that can be at the formal times when when it's offered at St. John's or at St. Francis Xavier. But also, it can also be done any time. Do you leave these books out for people? That's uh, so why we're going. Yes, we're going to. Yes, just uh, yes. Uh, walk in. We don't want them to walk away because so they're Don't, very, don't oh, take them. They're really, really
0: nice. Yeah, we did.
1: A, we 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 did these. Very nice so that people... That's not
0: a jalopy book.
1: No. We wanted to do... It took us a while. It's beautiful. Well, it beautiful. took us two years. <laughs> took you <laughs> of two just, years to make that book? Well, yeah. Just, we, we... Yeah. Other stuff. There was other fires to put out.
0: Okay, it's so beautifully done. So if you can't go during uh, on on Friday, or or you want to like you're like okay, I'm looking at my my Lent and I'm like okay, I'm I'm having a, a tough time. I'm not I'm not making it to the end. I need I need a B12 shot of Jesus. Come. I need to di- just come up to St Francis or St John and walk the stations. Yep. Just come into the church. Yep. And start at one, and take two minutes at each one. And just look,
1: yeah. And just put yourself in there, and and one thing I love about it is in every in every station, who is at the center?
0: The Lord Jesus, Jesus
1: Christ, the Savior is at the center. So I was teaching this. We did a little homeschool group last year, and I at every station I said, you know, Jesus Christ, center center of the picture, center of your life, and every in every one, even when He's like on the ground and and suffering and bloody.
0: He's at the center. He's at the center. I think even when Veronica is wiping his face, Vera icon to see the image. Yep. Veronica like, is holding his face at the
1: center. Yep. It's yep.
0: incredible. So
1: come to the stations and continue to have a great Lent. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna go now.
0: <laughs> we are the pastors of pain. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, PdFM, iTunes, all that good stuff. God bless you.